You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, everybody. Man, super excited. Pastor David here. We have got a great episode for you. We're jumping into the final chapter of the good book of Hebrews. It's an incredible book. So many coffee jokes are made about this book of the Bible, and we're going to talk about it. And if you're new to the podcast, to the radio, however you're getting this this, uh, episode right now, man, we're excited that you're here and how we do this show, Morning Breath. It's super simple. We read a chapter of the Bible before, like the night before. And then we get up and we read it the morning of. Then we go down to our Merritt Island location and we talk about what God breathed on our hearts. And we usually record in the morning. So historically, we've called it morning breath. Breath also means spirit in Hebrew. They're kind of synonymous to each other. So it is like the breath of God, the spirit of God moving. We don't prepare messages. We don't break out the concordances and old message notes. We just let God breathe. So we hope you're blessed today by, by the show. I'm Pastor David, like I said earlier. Normally, I'm in here with Pastor Dan, but today I get to be joined by one of the coolest people I know. She is absolutely amazing. She is the worship leader for the Vieira Campus for the Mezzanine Young Adult Service, Shanna Langston. How are you doing, Shanna? I'm doing good. You make me sound so cool. You are cool. Want to intro me for everything? <laughs> She's got matching kicks with her shirt right now, like coordinated Adidas shirt with the Adidas shoes. Sponsored by my husband's t-shirt. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, now, I never forget one time I wore that. The Adidas logo is kind of, kind of a little bit trendy, a little bit throwback trendy too. And I, I do like to wear my Nike Air Force Ones though. So, and people be like, yo, pastor, um, you're wearing an Adidas shirt, but you're rocking Nike shoes. You're all backwards. There's no hate here. No hate. And I was like, man, you know what? Listen, that's just where I'm at in life. <laughs> that's the good thing about having as many kids as Nancy and I have. I can just blame it on the kids. I'm tired, man. I have kids. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. I caught Logan wearing two different colored flip-flops the other day. Oh, my gosh. We have no excuses for wait, that. <laughs> wait until you let your kids dress themselves. Oh, uh, yeah. my Both my daughters, it is just incredible when they dress themselves. Truly, the personalities shine through. Well, <laughs> we want you guys to jump on board with the um, with with what we're doing here, and 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 I tell you what, Shanna, tell them how to jump on board and learn more about this. Awesome, yes. So if you want to jump in with us, you can go to our East Coast app or ECCC. <laughs> US, that's ECCC.us for more information, events, past sermons, and MB Morning Birth episodes. Find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 321 452 1060. That's 321 452 1060, and we will email you and mail you with more information about East Coast. Come on. I tell you, we got something really cool coming up. Next Monday on May 7th, all right, May 7th, we're going to have our marriage night. It's going to be an incredible night. You're going to be able to, like, we're going to have a bunch of stuff for the married people, for the for the engaged people, for, man, we're actually in a room full of married people now, even though we're all young adults. We're all under 30. And, all young adults. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> all of us. I'm 40. All you know? three. I don't look a day past 51. But, like, <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be a great night. It's going to be at our Merritt Island location. We highly encourage you as couples, come down, invite other couples that you know. This is this night we're going to have food. We're going to have, like, games and activities and fun. Last time we did this, 
It was an incredible night. Then we had a comedian come in and he talked about marriage stuff. And guys, if you're listening to this right now, this is not that lame marriage curriculum stuff you might have seen before. This is actually really engaging. Uh, Pastor Brian and Emily have put, a, oh man, such intentionality into this. We're very, very, very focused on this night. It's going to be a great night. So we want to encourage you. That's May 7th. And like Shanna said, if you need more details, go to our website, go to the events page. It'll be right there. Sign up and get, let's do this. Let's all focus on our marriages, man. When our marriages grow stronger uh, in Jesus, man, the whole church rises. Yeah, that's right. Hebrews 13. Yes. The final chapter of the book the of Hebrews. It, it is. It is. I love being on the show with worship leaders because I cannot sing. <laughs> and whenever I'm on the program too with Chris, it's like, you know, a song's coming out. We can't help out. ourselves. So I tell you what, there is 25 verses. Uh, Shanna, why don't you start us off? I, You go 1 through 13 and I'll go 14 through 25. Okay. Okay. Then I say to you, read. Ma'am. Oh, I thought you were going to say sir. Uh-huh. All right. Concluding words. Keeping, oh, keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this entertained angels without even realizing it. Remember those in pres- prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in their own bodies. Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say this with confidence. The Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the examples of their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace, not the ru- not from rules about food, which don't help those who follow them. We have an altar from which the priests in the tabernacle have no right to eat, Under the old system, the high priest brought the blood of animals into the holy place as a sacrifice for sin, and the bodies of the animals were burned outside the camp. So also Jesus suffered and died outside the city gates to make his people holy by means by his own blood. So let us go out to him outside the camp and bear the disgrace he bore. For this this world is not our permanent home, for we're looking forward to to a home yet to come. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not sorrow, that they would certainly not be for you. That would certainly not be for your benefit. Pray for us, for our conscience is clear and that we want to live honorably in everything we do. Especially pray that we will be able to come back to you soon. Now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an, an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. 
All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to pay attention to what I have written in this brief exhortation. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released from jail. He comes here soon. Wait, if he comes here soon, I will bring him with me to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the believers there. The believers from Italy send you their greetings. May God's grace be with you all. Amen. Woo, where do we start? So many fun things inside this chapter. I <laughs> there's so many cool things. There's the angel thing, there's the leader thing, <laughs> there's the um there really is uh Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, I'll jump on that one first. Um if I get a chance, uh, I might unpack more of this angel stuff if but because I do know I, I just finished a study like a year ago on angels. So I, w- I wouldn't mind speaking into that. But um more important than that, though, is Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You have to remember, the entire Bible is the story of salvation. It is from the very moment of Genesis, as we see in the Garden, the fall of man, to the very end of Revelation, of the return of Jesus Christ. The Old Testament being Jesus concealed, New Testament being Jesus revealed, and we are able to see what's happening today in modern Christianity, which we can't bite into, is that we are becoming like uh, entertainment culture Christianity, where we need a new miracle sign and wonder to validate that we're actually in the presence of God, in the will of God, um, that God is moving or that God is real and that that we, we, we need this external experience to validate our internal faith. And I am sorry if this hurts your feelings, but that is not actually faith. It's not. All right. You know, you've got to be very cautious that if the the place of worship that you go to constantly every morning has to have somebody getting slayed in the spirit and and all these radical man, just do a tithing message. You know, get slayed in the tithes. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's so much more to Christianity. And I'll even now, I don't like to say bold statements without tying it back to Jesus. Jesus would work miracles. And then you know what he would do? He'd say, don't tell nobody. He'd go heal somebody. Hey, 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 hey. Don't tell nobody. All right. Don't, don't, don't say nothing to nobody. Some people believe he did that because the second you tell a human not to do something, that's exactly what they're going to do. And, <laughs> and my kids validate that. I validate that. Um, and there's other times where he's like, he really wrestled with working miracles outside of the time, place, and glamorization of when miracles should be worked. Yeah. But yet somehow in our culture now, and I see people on Instagram, oh man, went out walking the streets, laid hands on this person, and now they're walking around and this and that. And good on you. I'm glad you're doing that. There's no hate. But I say, let's do a heart check. All right? Because even if the miracle doesn't happen, I still want to serve God. And that's what he says back at the back end of the chapter where he's like, hey, these things, being kind to people, taking care of the poor, being hospitable, these are the sacrifices that are pleasing to God. In my life, in my story, I want it to be pleasing to God. I don't want to treat God as if he's to perform parlor tricks to keep me happy to be at church or to be following him. That's right. I want to bounce off of that. Um, you, you quoted... Uh, verse 8, and it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. And I think more so than ever, people are craving um, just truth. They're craving stability. And the only thing that is stable that we can rely on is 
Jesus Christ. And I love that it says this right before it goes into um, just the 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 story of the gospel between the old covenant and the new covenant. And in verse 12, it says, so also Jesus suffered and died outside the city gates to make his people holy by means of his own blood. Let us go out to him outside the camp. And um, this is so important that we know that just like you're talking about these new trends in Christianity, like these are just trends, these things, or even like new age beliefs and things like that. All of these things are changeable. Like even, even some of these beliefs, we can change ourselves, but with Jesus Christ, like it's always the same story from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. It's it's always been Jesus. It will be Jesus. It always will be Jesus. Come on. That's a good word right there, man. That needs to hit somebody's notes because, you know, I went into this one, like, I don't know what to call it, but it was like, it was this weird, like open Christians, kind of like pastors, like, I don't say conference, but meeting area and it was just weird, man. And it's like this guy was supposedly a church leader. And I, I mean, I guess he is in some some obscure place. I don't know. Um, but he was very judgmental of people. And he would be putting these people inside the room as they would ask questions. He'd do stuff. He'd put them on blast hard. And the spirit inside me was getting angry. It was getting angry. And I'm like... I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up there, and it wasn't just like it was like a Q and A, and you could also respond to other people's questions too inside the environment. So one, one of the questions was asked. I responded in an answer to the question. I prayed before I responded. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I was like, but if homeboy comes at me from the left, going down. I was like, it is going <laughs> down. And sure enough, I responded, and I quoted Colossians, and I quoted Galatians, and I tied everything gets tied into Jesus. I brought Jesus in. And it brought the epistles in, and I was confident in what I said, and, you know, I let it be. And then the guy came at me, and he <clears throat> very, very full of himself, he he read a, a, a quote, and he said it was scripture, and he said it was from the Gospel of Thomas. And I said, okay, well, here, let me quote from you. And I said, I am Iron Man from the Gospel of Marvel, because we're both reading comic books right now. Oh. All right? Listen. When we say it is about Jesus and it is this and how people are constantly trying to make more out of a finished work, that's where you get the gospel of Mary, the gospel of Thomas. All The the closest thing you can get to the gospel of Thomas was not even penned till 150 years after the last disciple died. There is no, no theological evidence that that should ever be canonized scripture. Okay, we have to understand as believers, the word became flesh. The word was God. The word was with God in the beginning, right there. We have every bit of power we need inside our word, inside the Holy Spirit, inside the name of Jesus, inside the blood of Jesus. We don't need to keep the story going. All right. Anybody that's a Walking Dead fan out there can say, let the story die. Don't we you know like what well, like says that he's the like, author and the finisher? Exactly. There's nothing worse than a good show going on too long where it shouldn't, and that's what some Christians uh, are doing with. <laughs> no, no, Jesus finished the show. Yeah. All right, and it's done, and he's seated at the right hand of God. And that's another thing that's so important about the Book of Hebrews, is that the work is finished now, yep. and now we get to walk in that grace. But with that, we do have kind of a, a new assignment. And when before the the really the laws assignment was a lot of sin consciousness. Mm-hmm. Now in grace consciousness, it's actually not sin freedom. It's actually love freedom. 
because we're now free to love everybody. Where before you'd put your max effort to making sure you didn't mess anything up. Well, you can't mess it up now. I'll unpack a little bit more of that later. But keep on loving each other. That's how he opens it. That's how he opens the closing statements. Keep on loving each other. You know, like, like that sounds like a Beatles line, you know? Keep on loving each other. Like, this sounds like Woodstock right here. It's less like Woodstock because he says, as brothers and sisters. Okay, hold on a second. Shanna is like 23 years old. Woodstock is an old festival that happened in the 60s. It was very hippie-ish, oh right? <laughs> and, and so... It's it's important that we know that, that our main attention now could be showing this world the love of Jesus Christ, that love that drawed us to repentance and then salvation and righteousness. What else stood out to you, Shanna? Yeah, uh, so verses 5 through 6, it says, Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have, for God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear what can mere people do to me. I love this because it just shows how much God like truly cares about us so much that we don't have to worry about um, how we're going to have provision in life, how much money we're going to have, how much um, things come at us in life that we can know that God will never fail us. He will never leave us. He will never abandon us. He will always take care of us because he cares for us. He cares for our families. Um, and we can live with confidence in that, that the Lord is constantly there to help us. The Holy Spirit's always there to guide us. Um, Jesus is always there to comfort us. And we can live confident without fear, knowing that whatever we have to face in life, no matter what comes out us, that we can look to the Father and know that he's going to take care of us. Come on. Come on. If Jesus was known for, for cancel culture, it was simply canceling sin and death, baby. That's right. That's it. <laughs> He is not going to leave you nor forsake you, but that's the, that's the world we're living in now. If I don't agree with you, I'm going to rally my other tribal people. We're going to get our spears and we're going to cancel you. Yeah. And, you know, we see it on one side of the, of the people groups doing that, and now the other side wants to do it. I am so glad that Jesus will never cancel me. That's right. And if he's not going to cancel me, then I'm not going to cancel other people. That doesn't mean I condone or, or I believe in what they do. It just means that I believe that he who is in me is greater than he who is in this world and that this world is not a permanent home for us, as he would say in verse 14. This isn't my home. This world's not our permanent home. We're looking forward to home yet to come. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what I do at my home? I relax and I party. And the two things I love to do with the people I love the most is relax and party. So I want to bring as many people to my home as possible because this ain't it. So I'm not worried about the sin consciousness. I'm worried about my love, my righteousness walk, and my love consciousness and getting it out to people. And I'm not focused on canceling people. Oh, look at that person that that's sinning in this and that. You know, we're going to shut them down. Well, well, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. You know? Well, in Ephesians, it says give grace for people's faults. Right. And I feel like we've kind of lost that as a culture. Like if someone makes a mistake, we just completely write them off. Right. It's like, oh, look, it's like because small-minded people have to label people and you have to label people because you have to put them in a box so you can go on continuing with your life. Watch. As you've heard that now, I've just messed up a lot of people for you because you'll see they labeled somebody, put them in a box so they can quickly go right back on to their life. Um, that's what I love about the story of the woman that was caught in adultery, thrown at the feet of Jesus. Okay. Like I said, eight times already. 
Always bring it back to Jesus. Paul always brought it back to Jesus. Peter always brought it back to Jesus. Thrown at the feet of Jesus, she's lying there, exposed before the whole world. Well, the Bible never tells us who she was committing adultery with. Does, we don't know if she was the wife and there was a husband. We don't know if, if she was the mistress. We don't know if she was the mistress, but with the wife. We don't know. You see, you don't know people's backstory. You don't know when they come crashing into your feet, when they come crashing into your life, and you just see someone that's exposed, shamed, and vulnerable and acting out. It's your job as a Christ-centered believer to, to act as Jesus like he did in that moment. And what did he do? He simply said he helped her back up. And then he said, listen, who condemns you? And she's like, my Lord, nobody. He goes, well, then neither do I. Go and sin no more. Show them the right path that will not return them back to sin. Invite them to church with you, all right? Don't just pray for them. Say, hey, listen, we're going to church, man, this Sunday. Uh, what time do you want me to pick you up? You know, talk to them. Get them on that right path. Yes, you might come to church Sunday morning with someone that smells like alcohol, someone that looks inappropriate, someone that we don't, if your church isn't accepting to those people, man, please rethink why you're doing church. You know, 20 to 30 to 40% of your church should be baby Christians or non-believers. And we should be living up the gospel every time we gather. Well, where do you take sick people? Hospitals. To the hospital. Yes. With a mask on. You don't take healthy people to a place to get healthy. Come on. Come on. You bring sick people to a hospital to get better. And if, you're, if your marriage is struggling, you don't fish more and golf more. You don't talk to your sister and your mother more. You get to the hospital, you get to the place and get help. you get help, you get help because it's so important. And that's, that's what, what we're focused on is get, man, getting Jesus to people and getting people to Jesus. That really is, is what this is all about because the old system is gone. The old system is done. We don't have to be focused now on our performance. Now he does say one thing and I'll say this and then we're going to take a break and then Shannon's going to come back and close us out with a thought. He does say, hey, listen, those of you guys that like to choose immorality, um, you'll be judged, all right? And a lot of times when people hear that word judge, they synapse, they, they sum it up into one kind of thought of like judged for your righteousness. You can lose your salvation. Fortunately for you, no, that's not true. But unfortunately for you, uh, Hebrews, Corinthians, and Romans all state that you will face a second judgment in your life. And that judgment is you will stand and you will give account for every word that's come out of your mouth and everything that you've done while here in the flesh. And I live through a filter of saying, you know what? If there's an opportunity that's I know it's not God's will for my life, I pass it up. And I even pray in that moment. I say, Lord, this ain't your will. And guess what? I'm going to let it go because I know you're going to bless me because there's going to be a day we're going to look face to face. And I don't want to have this on my record at that second judgment. I'm going to let it go because I know you're good and you got better. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, we're going to step out, take a break. Shannon will close us out right when we get back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. 
You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, here we go. I tell you what, final thoughts. Shanna, take it over. In verse 20, it says, Now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. May he equip you with all that you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. I love that this says the God of peace who raised the dead, Jesus Christ, the shepherd of the sheep, ratified an eternal covenant. This wording is so powerful. The God of peace, he brought him from the dead. 
He will equip you with all that you need for doing his will. So many other um, religions, it's about what can I do? I have to earn it. I have to work. But Jesus already paid everything that we need for him to equip us with all we need to do his will, to do what he has called us to do. It's through the power of Jesus Christ to get every good thing that is pleasing to him. He already equips us for what he's asking us to do through Jesus Christ. Man, that is so good because it's not about our strength. It's It's not not. by our strength or by our might, but by the spirit, says the Lord. That's right. And if you're listening to this right now and you're saved, you have that inward dwelling of the Holy Spirit. And we can walk in that grace. We can show that love and we can turn this world upside down for the That's kingdom right. of heaven. Well, I tell you what, guys, don't forget we got that marriage conference coming up. Go to our website, ECCCC.us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Praise God. Can't wait to do another chapter again. Thanks for coming on, Shanna. Thank you so much. See you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.